Hello, everybody. Welcome to Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman. It's uh, Wednesday, February 9th, and I'm excited that you're listening to the podcast, or maybe you're actually watching the broadcast, which uh, is live Wednesdays at noon on Facebook. I'm glad you're with me. If you are watching, make sure you know you hit share when we're done. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you leave a review uh, and um, give it a rating because it really does help get uh, the podcast out there to people. If you are watching on Facebook, I say it every week because it's super important, but go get the podcast. That's what you need to do. Today, the topic is, what does God say about suicide? And uh, I've had a lot of people over the years, over the last six months, ask me about this. What, what does God's word, what does God say about suicide? And so it's a little bit of a heavy topic, and I'm going to be talking about that uh, today. But before I do... Uh, I want to remind everybody that this coming Friday and Saturday, February 11th and 12th, um, we have uh, what is called a Choose Wisely uh, conference coming up at Big Valley Grace. It starts Friday night and Saturday, and it's going to be great. It's 20 bucks. All you have to do is go to bigvalleygrace.org backslash choosewisely. To register, that $20 includes just wonderful speakers who will be sharing from God's Word. It includes uh, great music. Uh, it includes lunch and a book, um, free copy of Rhonda Stoppi's, one of her books, and she's one of our speakers. And so it's this Friday and Saturday. Just go to the website, sign up. The second greatest decision you will ever make is who you're going to marry right? The greatest is, you know, am I going to follow the Lord? But the second most critical decision is who am I going to marry? And this conference is all about helping you choose wisely. And then after you make a wise choice, how do you treat this person that you've entered into a covenantal relationship with? That's Friday and Saturday. So again, welcome to everybody who's uh, tuning in uh, or listening. I'm glad you're um, with me. So, uh, as I posted the other day, today's topic is, what does God say about suicide? Okay? I'm sure there will be a lot of really good people who will disagree with what I'm going to say, and and that's okay. I'm going to do my best in the short amount of time that I, I take on this podcast or this broadcast to share what I what I think the scriptures teach. Um. In the Bible, we're told of about at least six people who committed suicide, okay? The Bible gives us at least six people's names who committed suicide, right? The, the most famous suicide in the Bible is without a doubt Judas. After Judas betrayed the Lord, um, uh, the demons, you know, take over his life. And we're told in Matthew chapter 27 that he went out and he hung himself. He committed suicide. Maybe the second um, most famous suicide in scripture was uh, King Saul. 
And you can read about King Saul in 1 Samuel chapter 31. Saul's armor bearer committed suicide. That's also found in 1 Samuel uh, 31. Uh, Abimelech in Judges chapter 9, he took his own life. Um, Ahithophel, Ahithophel in 2 Samuel chapter 17, he committed suicide. Uh, Zimrah in 1 Kings chapter 16, he committed suicide. Those are six people that we know for sure committed suicide in the Bible. Some people uh, would say that Samson committed suicide in Judges chapter 16. I'm not one of them. I don't believe that Samson committed suicide. He was simply trying to kill, you know, a whole bunch of Philistines when he got between those two pillars and, you know, you know, pushed them apart and, you know, the whole temple fell down or, you know, and killed a bunch of people. I don't, I don't know whether he was trying to kill himself. I think he was trying to kill Philistines, but there are some people would say Samson was an actual suicide. I, I don't believe that. So, with that said, just because the Bible tells us about these six people who committed suicide, um, that doesn't mean that God's okay with suicide, okay? Uh, the re Bible records a lot of things that God's not okay with, right? God's not okay with adultery. But, you know, throughout the Bible, we've got these recorded stories of men committing adultery, right? God's not okay with murder. But throughout the Bible, it's recorded all of these murders, right? Uh, God's not okay with slavery, though it's recorded throughout the Bible. God's not okay with prostitution, right? But in the Bible, we, we, we have it recorded for us. And God's not okay with suicide, though it's recorded in the Bible. And one of the things you need to understand is just because the Bible uh, records something like a murder or adultery or slavery or prostitution or whatever it is, that doesn't mean that God's okay with it. All he's doing is allowing uh, a truthful recording of what might have taken place. God is not okay with King David going up on the balcony and looking down at Bathsheba, Uriah's wife, and then having her come up to his palace and, you know, him committing adultery with her. God wasn't okay with King David, you know, calling Uriah back from war and literally having him killed, right? God's not okay with that. But he does allow um, really crumb, crummy, sinful things to be recorded in the scripture. And one of those things is suicide. God's not okay with it. When you look at the Ten Commandments, when, when you get to number six of the great ten, God says you shall not commit murder. That would be in Exodus chapter 20, verse 13. You shall not commit murder. And in my opinion, the Bible teaches suicide as murder. It treats them the same. It's just self-murder. That's all it is. You see, Romans chapter 14 says this, and I want you to pay close attention. For we don't live 
for ourselves or die for ourselves. If we live, it's to honor the Lord. And if we die, it's to honor the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. Okay, Romans chapter 14, verse 7 and 8 are just pretty weighty. That that whether we live or die, we belong to God. That's who we belong to. One version of Romans chapter 14 says, we are not our own bosses to live and die as we ourselves might choose. We don't get to make the, the, the choice. God is the one who gave us life. He's the one who we live for. He controls our life, right? And one of the things that's really interesting, as I was just kind of doing some research about this, is, you know, it just seems like more and more people, especially young people, are, are taking their lives. They're, they're, they're killing themselves. They're, they're committing suicide. In fact, suicide is the number three killer among college students behind accidents and murders. And it's the number three killer among high school, high school students behind accidents and murders with some of the, the, the statistics that I looked at this past week. And people will say, you know, it's my life. I have the right to do whatever I want to with it. So if I want to kill myself, it's my right. And God's word says, no, it's not your right to kill yourself. I gave you life and only I have the right to take your life. Here are some pretty famous weighty words you find in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? God lives inside of you. Right now in this dispensation, and I'll use that word, he lives inside of you. There was a time in the Old Testament when God lived in a, you know, in a, in a temple, if you will. Today, he lives inside of us. Someday when we get to heaven, he's not going to live inside of us, right? But today, we believers are the ones whom God chooses to, to indwell. And it goes on and says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You don't belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. If you're a believer, God wants you to honor God with your body because he actually lives inside of you. And obviously, murder is wrong. Whether somebody else takes my life or I choose to take my own life, it's wrong because this body doesn't belong to me anymore. It belongs to God. God says you're, you're not your own. You're bought with a price. The Bible says that even before you were born, God predetermined the exact number of days that you were going to live. And it's not up to you to say, I'm going to go ahead and short circuit whatever it is that God had planned. I'm going to murder myself. You can't do that. Job chapter 14 says, You, God, have decided the length of our days. You know how many months we will live, and we are not given a minute longer. God's the one who determines how long we live. God's the giver of life. He gives and he takes away. And suicide is really the, the taking of one's own life. And that, that's, that's in God's hands. 
God determines that, not you, not, not me. So in my opinion, suicide is simply self-murder, and I want you to pay attention to this, therefore it's a sin. That's what it is, it's a sin. Now it's not the unpardonable sin. In other words, if a believer commits suicide, you know, they haven't condemned themselves to, to hell, but it's a sin nonetheless. Because it goes against what God's word says. When, when somebody kills themselves, they're rebelling against God. They're, they're choosing to do what Adam did in the Garden of Eden and say, you know what, God, I don't care what you say about that tree over there. I'm going to eat some of its fruit. And suicide is basically the same thing. It's saying, God, I know that you're the one who gave me life. You're the one who indwells me. I know that this body doesn't belong to me. It belongs to you. And you want me to glorify you with it. But here's the deal, God. I'm not going to listen to what you have to say. And I'm going to rebel against that. I'm going to sin against that. And I'm going to take my own life. And so suicide is is simply self murder. The Bible would say it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. It's sinful. It goes against what God believes about life. And once again, it's not the unpardonable sin. So if you know a Christian who has committed suicide, look, they didn't condemn themselves to an eternity apart from Christ because of that act. It's tragic that they got to that place mentally where they thought that their only option was taking their life out, you know, taking their own life, which shows you the power of our enemy. Our enemy, the devil and the demons, they know about life. They know God is the one who created life. They know that life is sacred. They know that, that life is holy. They know that, that the body is the temple of God. They know that God wants us as human beings to glorify him with our body. They know all that. And so one of the greatest things that they can do, one of the most powerful things they can do is get a Christian to take their own life and play somewhat like God in their own life. Look, I just want you to understand something. You might be listening to me right now and you're thinking, well, you know, you, you, you said I'm going to go to heaven if I commit suicide. You are, but you're going to be committing a sin and you don't want to do that. And I just, I just want to give you a couple of things, okay? Maybe you're out there and you're thinking about suicide or maybe you know somebody who's thinking about it or whatever. I'm going to give you a number to call, okay? It's 1-800-273-8255, okay? 1-800-273-8255. Okay. And it's a helpline. It's a national helpline. You call that number and there'll be somebody there who will be able to help you with, with whatever it is that you need. Or let me just tell you, um, if you're feeling suicidal, why don't you call 911 right now and, and say, I'm feeling suicidal and get, get an ambulance to your home, get a police officer to your house. You can call 911 or you know what you could do? You could drive yourself over to a hospital, just go into the emergency room. And when they say, hey, what's going on? You know, why are you here? You don't look hurt to say, I want you to know this isn't doing well. My mind's not doing well. And I'm thinking about taking my own life. Go and seek help. 
Go, go. If you live in an apartment complex, go to that apartment next door, knock on the door and say, I just want you to, I'm, I'm not in a good space right now. I'm thinking about taking my life. If you live in a house right now, go to your neighbor next door. I don't care what you got to do. If you're feeling like, wow, I, I, I want to end it. Talk to somebody. Make this phone call. 1-800-273-8255. Call. Get yourself to a hospital. Call 911. And let me just tell you, moms and dads, if you have a, a young person in your home, your son or your daughter, and they express to you that they're thinking about suicide, listen, that's some serious stuff. You take that serious. You don't blow it off and say, well, I know my son, I know my daughter. They, they, they didn't really mean that. They're just in a bad place. No, they mean it. You got to treat it like they mean it. I have known too many kids who they shared with their parents, hey, I'm not in a good place. And, or mom and dad knew their kids weren't in a good place and they didn't do anything. And you know what they ended up doing? They ended up taking their life. And so mom and dad, if you, you know, suspect your young person, your child or whatever is, is suicidal, ask them, just flat out ask them. Say, I know this is a crummy thing to ask, but I got to ask because I love you and I care about you. Have you thought about killing yourself? And if they say yes, you don't have the skill to help them. You don't. Being a parent is a wonderful thing, and parents can do a lot of great things. Even us as pastors, there's a lot of great things I can do. But when somebody is suicidal, I don't have the skill set or the expertise to help them. But there are people who can help. And that's what I want you to do, mom or dad. If your son or daughter says, yes, I am suicidal, say, man, we're going to go get you some help and we're going to get you some help right now, not tomorrow or the next day or whatever. And they may get mad at you and they may be upset with you and so be it. It's the very thing that could save their life and maybe will save their life. And so just to re, you know, cap what I said here today, okay? The Bible gives us... Um, at least six examples of people that killed themselves in the Bible. But just because the Bible records it doesn't mean it's right or that God's okay with it. The Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? God lives inside of us. And we're to honor God with these bodies. And in my opinion, as I read the scripture, when you take your own life, it's self-murder is what it is. And that's a sin. It's not the unpardonable sin, but it is a sin. And, um, you know, uh, if you're feeling um, suicidal, please call somebody and get some help. So uh, I, I want to end. I've gone a little longer than I'd like to go. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you hit, you know, share, get this out there. Uh, like uh, the podcast. And hopefully you've signed up for Choose Wisely, which is this Friday. Blessings, everybody.